0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network.
1: Welcome to the Lena Nelson Dooley Show on Along Came a Rider Blog Talk Network, and today I will be talking with Verena Denman. Verena, are you there?
0: Hello. Yes, I am here, Hello. and it is good to be on your show today.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled. Um, you know, I, as you know, I became aware of you when Litfuse. Uh, literary uh, publicity company sent me information about having you on my blog, and um, mm-hmm. they sent all three books in your series, and I read them one right after the other. They were so, so good, so interesting, and because they're set Thank in Texas, you. and I'm a Texan, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. really, uh, I really loved it. I've I've uh, been telling other people about them. First, I want to tell our listeners about you. An avid reader and blogger, Verena Denman enjoys writing fiction about Christian women and the unique struggles they face. She seems to have a knack for describing small-town life, which is really true. We'll be discussing the Mended Hearts series. The first book in the series, Jaded, won the 2013 American Christian Fiction Writers Genesis Contest for Romance. That's really good. Verena attended three Texas universities over a span of five years, majoring in four subjects and earning zero degrees. Oh, I love that. I love that. (laughs) However, (laughs) she can now boast 16 years as a home educator. Wow. Volunteering in a local cooperative where she has taught numerous subjects, including creative writing and literature. Even though Verena has spoken at ladies' retreats and taught women's Bible classes, she finds the greatest fulfillment facilitating prayer groups. I love that, too. She lives in... Do you want me to tell the town? (laughs) That's fine. Okay. She lives in Burleson, Texas, where she helps with family ministries in her home congregation. She's also a member of American Christian Fiction Writers and North Texas Christian Writers. I'm going to have to cough a bit because of allergies. Allergens are in the air today here in Texas. I have the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> so barina, what um, uh, what led you to write this particular series of books? Oh, let's give them the titles. You want to get Okay, the, titles the, the first order? book
0: The first book is jaded and the second one is justified and jilted is the last one and um i this is my first series my my first books at all and i started writing about seven years ago and i did not know what i was writing or or how to write i knew nothing i just sat down and I liked to read inspirational romances, so I thought, oh, I'll just write an inspirational romance, and I sat down and started writing, and Jaded is what came out eventually. Uh, it has been rewritten several times, but it is, um, it is very, a very strong romance, but it is not like um, it's more women's fiction than, yeah, than straight not, romance.
1: It is definitely not uh, category romance. Uh, these are the kind of books I write, too. You have multi-levels, multi-levels and multi-plot mm-hmm. lines. And that's, mm-hmm. that's I, I've i gotten to the, since I'm writing that now, I started out with the category romance. Uh, I like books that have multi-levels and, and uh, multi-plot lines. Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah. And I am discovering that I like the same thing. And I have learned a lot about myself as a writer through writing these books. And I've narrowed down what it is that I do write. And um, that's what I've found, that I I lean more towards women's fiction and uh, issues that women deal with. Um, but I do like mm-hmm. a little romance in there, too, because that's just fun. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I I have to have a romance. I, there has to be a happily ever after at the ending,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, uh, mm-hmm. that promise of a happily ever ever after at the ending. And uh, but yeah, you have to you have to take them through things enough that they they grow emotionally and spiritually through the book, mm-hmm. as well as the romantic art growing. And and yeah. I. I like that, I like that. I like digging deep, and you did mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Even and with every a, every
0: book that oh go ahead,
1: no, go ahead, well, I was going to say you dug deep into a rock quarry,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, that's book. how it
1: felt <laughs> And every
0: time i I worked through another book i I grew as well, of course, um, having oh, dug yeah. into that rock quarry then then I was stronger because of it. And hopefully the readers will get something out of it as well in the same way.
1: Yes. Uh, One of the the most fun things for me, one of the things that really rings my bell is hearing from readers and how the books affected them. I bet you Mm -hmm. have received some really interesting feedback, right?
0: Yes, I have, um, especially with Jaded, uh, Jaded revolves around church hurt. Um, the main character, the main character uh, as her family, was shunned from the local congregation when she was young. And the book then happens later when she's grown, and a single preacher moves to town. But the whole storyline revolves around church hurt, and that thread runs through the whole series. So it, it's a, you know, it, it it hits people, especially if they've been through a situation involving church hurt, either on either side of it. Um, it has uh-huh. hit people, and it's got some conversations going, and and uh, I've I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed hearing the feedback, and uh, and it has given hope to some people who have been there, and it's and, it, and I think it's opened. Some eyes of people who have possibly been on the uh, giving side of the church hurt, pushing it out.
1: Wow, that is cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Um, I've I, I not heard from anyone who were on that side of any of the things in my books, but I've heard from people who were on the other side and how, how it changed lives. When I hear you changed my mind about forgiveness, or you, Mm -hmm. excuse me, a lot of times when the book is out, you are writing three books down the line, you know. Right. And Mm -hmm. I got, I remember getting a a lady that contacted me, and she said, "Uh, I found out why my prayers we're not getting above the ceiling. When I read Olena's pr- prayer in chapter so and so on this book, well, I didn't remember what what Olina's prayer was <laughs> in that book. <laughs> it had been so long. I had to go back right. and look it up and see what had what had helped this woman ha- help change her life. But those, I've I've I have said to the Lord before uh if this person is the only reason i wrote this book it was worth every hour mhm mhm and I, i'm sure I feel you feel the same, the same way, way. mhm yeah yeah uh so uh so tell us a little bit about other th- other things about the three books. i tell you what i like the covers they are very Texas oh, covers. You. <laughs> you. know they really are. Definitely. <laughs> did, did the uh, publisher design those?
0: Yes, they did. David C Cook designed
1: yeah. them. Yeah, I know they. They often, when you're traditionally published, they, you know, most often do. And uh, I don't know how much input you had into what would be in the covers. Uh, I've had. I've been published. Uh, traditionally, by three different publishers, and and um, one of the one of them, uh, they would just they would have me just fill out a form, and then send it in, and then they would design a cover, and they would send it to me, um, and I could make suggestions for changes, but they did not want major changes, you know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, that was, mm-hmm. and then and then um on on the one that i only wrote one book for they they sent the cover to, they they said if you can change the heroine's hair color we have found the perfect uh <laughs> model for your cover and i'm like okay so i had to go through the whole book and and find anything <laughs> that said anything about the hair color and change it but it was a good cover. I liked the cover, and then, when I was with mm-hmm. charisma with realms, they wanted every detail on the cover to match the book hmm. and they and they would say, "Now, tell us where it matches and where you know where and i you know I was able to say, "Okay, uh, you've got her hair straight, but that her naturally curly hair." Is real important to the story, and they, 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 the graphic people contacted me and said, "Can you get a picture off the internet or something to show us what you're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that?" Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, "Wow, this is cool." Uh, <laughs> and so, there's, there's all different, all different things across the spectrum of how much input you have into a cover, but mm-hmm. I get more comments. I get more comments on those covers of McKenna's Daughter Series than any co- any covers I've had. They'll go, oh, these are the best covers we've ever seen. But they need to look at your books. Um, uh, I forgot to give you Verena's website, and you need to go there. You want to give them your website?
0: Yes, it's Com, and that is spelled V-A-R. I n a, d e n m a n. And, and still- uh, talking about covers, I did. Uh, I I think that my experience with with my publisher was similar to yours. I gave them suggestions on the covers, and they worked them up and sent me a few um, to look at. And I had uh, we had a little bit of back and forth. But mostly, it was mostly it was them because I felt really in uh, really not qualified <laughs> at all to figure out what to go on the cover. Um, but they are all very Texas. Um, the first book, Jaded, it has a girl in a, a field with a church in the background, which is appropriate for her because that that um, that book is about church hurt very strongly. Um, and the second book, Justified, has the girl sitting, standing in a small town with a water tower in the background. And it's all very Texas-looking, small-town Texas. Looking, small town Texas. Um, and, and that girl, there's a significant scene in the book at a water tower. Um, and so that was uh, appropriate. And the third book, Jilted, it has the girl standing in a uh, wind farm, uh, a, a Wind tur- a field of wind turbines, uh, which are in yeah. West Texas, um, the, the yeah, wind, farms. Wind. wind farms, and that is
1: appropriate for her. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, I, yes, I think that when the books came, I was most drawn to the last cover because mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I've been to wind. For, I mean, not up near the turbines, but I've I've been to wind farms, and and they are so appropriate for today in Texas. Uh, there are a lot of wind farms, uh, which is a good thing. Wind blows mm-hmm. enough to it's good get something <laughs> from it,
0: <laughs> right? And, Might as well and, use it.
1: <laughs> use it, yes, yes. Quit depending on uh, foreign oil. I'm sorry, that, that was that was kind of political, wasn't it? And I try not to be political, <laughs> but anyway. Um, so, are are you writing something new?
0: Yes, I am just finishing up another book that is separate from the Mended Heart series. It's a standalone and it's called Looking Glass Lies and it will release in May.
1: And uh is it traditionally published too? Yes, it is. It's, tradi- it's
0: with a different publisher though. It's with Waterfall mm-hmm. Press.
1: Yeah, it this is what's happening in publishing today. <laughs> that mm-hmm. they're used to the they would have a stable of publishers and I mean, of authors and really keep them and that kind of thing. But um, A lot has happened and some some people are going with indie publishing. I've done some indie lately <coughs> and we're but I'm also involved in some traditional public, publishing too so I'm called hybrid um, mm-hmm. which is wonderful that there's so many uh, things available to us uh, mm-hmm. Okay, what what is your greatest problem with writing that that was that was your greatest roadblock and how did you overcome it?
0: Well, there have been just so so very many <laughs> roadblocks um, I've had a, a pretty uh, steep learning curve, but I am still learning but my my most recent um, my most recent roadblock that I have figured out a way to overcome i uh, with with each of my other
1: books, uh-huh uh, It seems that our um, author has been disconnected. I hope she will call back in quickly. We still have 10 minutes left. Um, interview uh, Verena on my, um, web, web, my blog. I have a blog where I interview other authors, and I will um, read you some of the questions and answers, and hopefully she'll go ahead and call back in. Uh, tell us how much of yourself you write into your characters. And this was the answer she gave. As little as possible and as much as it takes now I that is a very diplomatic way to say that okay are you back Verena I am back I'm sorry about that <laughs> okay let me finish what I, I things like that happen sometimes and so I started reading off of the interview that you did for me and I had read the first question and I've only read part of the answer let me finish it With every heroine I create, I tell myself she's going to be her own person and not at all like me, but I've discovered that's quite impossible. Each of my girls (laughs) shares a few characteristics of my own, and usually these are revealed during the quiet times of the book whenever the main character is reflecting on her feelings or emotions. I draw on my own experiences to fuel her spirit. That was a very good answer. Um, Mm -hmm. So when did you first discover that you were a writer?
0: Well, that's a funny, that's a funny question because usually when you ask writers that they, they go back to when they were six years old and they were writing and they knew all their lives they wanted to be a writer. And I did not, when I I I was young, I, oh, oh, that makes me feel so much better. I'm not so, so weird. Um, I, uh, did not want to be a writer when I was in in high school. I didn't enjoy assignments. Of course, though, when I was in school, we didn't have creative writing assignments. Really, very often yeah. at all. It was research papers and essays. So oh, I did not realize. I, <laughs> oh, I know, I know that was no fun at all. <laughs> no. But when I was uh, when I was grown, I was in my forties, and I was home with my kids and reading a lot. Uh, you know, when when I started having babies, I was up half the night with them reading. And the more I read and the more I spent, especially in inspirational fiction, the more I just started thinking, I might want to do that. I think I could do that. I think I would enjoy doing that. And it took a few years for me to talk myself into trying it. But once I did, once I wrote that first draft, I was hooked. And And since then, I have Figured out. Yeah, I'm a writer, and this is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, I w- was raised in a family that everyone was writers, not for publication, but everyone mm-hmm. wrote. That was just another facet of your life. And I didn't think writing was special. I thought, I thought everybody did it until I – married a man who didn't read or write. I I laughingly tell people that when I'm teaching writing classes and (laughs) I say he wasn't illiterate, he's not illiterate, but he did not like to read and he did not like to write. Mm -hmm. But he
0: has,
1: (laughs) of of all the books I've written, he's read the vast majority of them. There was one period, about an 18 month period that was, uh, he, he, he almost died and then it took nine months for spark to come another nine months for strength to come back and during that time he did not do any he didn't read any of my books that came out then uh he mm-hmm. he had sat in front of the t v and and switched channels off and <laughs> that kind of thing mm-hmm. but yes uh, it was i was oh gosh, I'm trying to decide trying to remember i was it was eighty four eighty five Okay, it was about 30 years ago uh, and so I was in my 40s too <laughs> when mm-hmm. when I started writing for you know try, be, trying to become, become a professional writer. But God told me to. And if 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 you want to check out my website, go to my check out check it. Go to my website and click on about me and you'll see the testimony of how God told me that. Uh, what a, tell us the range of the kinds of books you enjoy reading
0: well I I enjoy reading women's fiction uh, I well I enjoy reading inspirational women's fiction and uh, mainstream uh, right now my favorite author is Leanne Moriarty uh, from Australia I just can't seem to get enough of her um, but I, I read a I pretty all-
1: broad okay let me write her name down Because I love Australian books. Uh,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, Now, what's how how do you spell her name?
0: It's Leanne, L I A N E. I assume it's pronounced Leanne, I'm not sure. And then Moriarty, M O
1: R I A R T Y. Uh, I'm going to have to check her out. I have, I became enamored of. Uh, Australian writers. I mean, several. I mean, quite a long time ago, there was a writer called Lucy Walker, and mm-hmm. one of my missionary friends introduced me to her books, and I, I combed used bookstores, finding the the paperbacks. I collected quite a collection of Lucy Walker books, and because I had fallen in love with Australia, and I love to read mm-hmm. Australian things, and so I, I will. I oh, will check out your your friend, your, your favorite.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so uh, how do you choose your characters' names?
0: Oh, man. Sometimes that is so easy, and sometimes it is so hard. Uh, there's a few of them <laughs> that a name will pop into my head when I am first writing them, and it is the perfect name, and it will stick, and it will never be changed. But then other ones... I will just flip flop around and I can't figure out a name or it will, you know, the name will start with the same letter as another character or it will end up rhyming with another character, something that I don't want to happen. Um, and then I will right. look and uh, I will look on baby name websites or in baby books. I will, I, you know, one of the the best sources is uh my facebook page i will ask readers for suggestions and they'll give me suggestions and and i almost always cool. get a good name with that yeah they're good
1: yeah don't you just love facebook fans <laughs> I, I, I do, do. Too, because oh. they're they're wonderful i this year mm-hmm. i know i had a really i just had a birthday <laughs> excuse me sunday was my birthday and now I've, I've, you know, you get birthday greetings on Facebook,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. I've had a couple of hundred. I've had a couple of hundred most years. Mm-hmm. This year, I think it has hit eight hundred <laughs> birthday greetings. <laughs> <laughs> I That's fun. I'm still getting them, and it's, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't thank everyone. You would never get any work mm-hmm. done, you know. <laughs> Mhm but I do every, every so often I put a message in there saying oh you all are making me feel so blessed and thank you thank you thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, it was it blew me away cuz Sunday when I when I came home from church I turned on the computer just I don't usually I don't usually turn on the computer on Sundays um computer on all week long but then I turn it off on Sundays and I do have a a Sabbath, you know. And so mm-hmm. I don't know why I turned it on, and I had like you know six hundred emails, <laughs> and it, I'm like, "Why do I have six hundred emails when I read email yesterday?" you know and uh, oh,
0: the wow. vast
1: majority were birthday things
0: mm-hmm. but,
1: uh, and i love I love how they, after they get to know you, how they they love you, they they pray for you um when I, mm-hmm. I've had two knee replacements, one last year and one the year before. And I would put it on Facebook so people would know I'm not going to be on Facebook for a while. And I my friends that are friend friends, you know, uh, around close to me, maybe went to church with me somewhere, same church before. I knew they were, but I, I knew, I mean, I got emails from around the world of people who were praying for me. Oh, Talk that's about wonderful. making you feel humble. Oh my yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, our time is coming down. It's not quite finished. Um, I wanted to. This I had asked you. How I can internet and you have a we- website? You have a Facebook. You have Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. So. If you all look for Verena, Varina V A R I N A Denman D E N M A N at any of those sites, you can find out a whole lot more about her, and uh, she's a person that you really will want to get to get to know and follow her books, and also buy these books. You want to read these right away because they're already out there. And Varina, I want mm-hmm. to thank you for for uh, coming and being on my show and sharing your stories with uh, my listeners, I will tell you our, our shows become podcasts, and they're free on on uh, iTunes. They may be free on Cobble. I've got to look that up so I can tell people again. They are free on online, so you can get the co- podcast of our show, and uh, now that the show has shut down uh i would like to invite you to american christian fiction writers dfw chapter Sure, yes i have
0: been there Uh, yes i've been been there there. a few times yeah yeah oh it is so good i just never
1: how did i uh, I really not remember meeting you well
0: Well, we have met it's just you know there's so many people there
1: yeah i don't know how you keep
0: track of everybody <laughs> I'm sorry. What do well, you I'm say?
1: I said fiddle dee. I wish I wish I could. <laughs> when we met, I um uh you you have fascinated me. Your life and uh uh your books and I you know I would like to, us to like become friends. <laughs> you know.
0: Oh, like thank you. Friends. Me too.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, I
0: appreciate what? that. I appreciate you inviting me. But more than anything, I appreciate you reading the books and liking them.
1: Thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah, they are awesome. And and thank you for being on the show.
0: You're welcome.
1: Uh-huh. Talking later.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.